Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. There's a sign on the door that says, come as you are, but I doubt it. Because if we lived like it was true, every Sunday morning pew would be crowded. But didn't you say the church should look more like a hospital, a safe place for the sick, the sinner, and the scarred, the prodigals like me? So if you've heard that song, that's Truth Be Told by Matthew West. Yeah, I love this song so much because it is so real. It's so honest. Yeah, it and, points out a lot of things that oh, we, my word. we need to pay attention Truth to. Truth be told, when I heard this song, this is what I thought. Dear Christians, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yep. Like, seriously, I think we need to just... Sit with that for a second. It's okay to not be okay. We all get stuck in our fears and our doubts. We all get trapped by the expectations to set an example. Um, My fear is that we tell people to come to Christ just as they are, Mm -hmm. but the image we present doesn't match our words. Um, The perfect pictures, not being transparent about our struggles, We praise the good, but we're so quick to judge and shame others when the bad and the ugly comes out. Yeah. Since when did flaws, brokenness, and human imperfection become such a shocker? I mean, everyone is going through something behind closed doors, even those we admire the most. And they're embarrassed by it. Okay, so why do we make it worse as Christians to automatically start judging? And we've talked about this before. Yeah. We've talked about this in another episode. But we just can't grasp that even if you're a Christian and you're going through stuff, it's okay yeah. to not be okay. There's so many angles on this. Um, I think one of the things is that when I'm struggling and I'm feeling like a failure and I'm doing the, this whole uh Pardon me, but this is my self-talk. You suck. Mm. When you're doing that self-talk, when you find the fault and and you're able to criticize somebody else for falling, it in some weird way helps you to feel better about your own shortcomings. It's like you're not the only one. See, you're you're not as perfect as you say you are. That kind of thing. I, I kind of see it another way I sometimes. It's an approach. I feel like... Sometimes when you're going through struggles or if you let people see you struggling, if you're not transparent and if you're a Christian, you feel like you're less of a Christian. You know what Mm. I mean? Just because Uh, you're just when Mm. you're not okay, it does not mean you're less of a Christian because you actually have something you struggle with. If you struggle with whatever is whatever your struggle is, does it really mean that you are less of a Christian? Right. It means you're human. Yeah. If anything, it's a good sign because it means you actually have some conviction and spiritual resistance to live a life pleasing, wanting to ple- be pleasing to God, right? Yeah. You know, that's that's absolutely true. Uh, my mom used to say, if you're not feeling guilt, if you're not realizing that you've got problems, <laughs> that's the big problem. Right. It would be concerning <laughs> if you felt no struggle at all, if exactly. you weren't feeling anything at all. Okay, then, then we would have some issues. You're detached from reality is, right. is, the, is the issue you might want to address first. Right. So yeah. then why as Christians do we feel like, one, even when we're not okay, it's 
not a good thing to let people don't let them see you sweat. Yeah. And then when you do see people have struggles, we are so quick to judge and criticize. Prime example. Okay, I don't know if you were aware of the whole Kirk Franklin situation mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened a while back. Um, Kirk Franklin has an adult son mm-hmm. that um, him and his wife have had problems with. Their relationship is right. strained. Right. Well, his adult son <laughs> recorded a conversation that they were having. It got really, really heated. Kirk said some, like, Kirk, I'm just going to be real. Went slam off on his son. Cursed right. at him. I mean, like, really went off. Right. And so his son plays this video, t- plays the audio recording to the world. And uh, immediately, people start going in. Kirk is Kirk a Frank. Christian. How right. dare him curse? Da, 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 da. Okay, first and foremost, I've had to ask Jesus for forgiveness for my cuss words. Um, who so hasn't? Um, secondly, you don't know the situation. Right. I mean, you don't know. And as Christians, who gave us the right to first judge Instead of praying for this family. Yeah. Because obviously there is something terribly off, something so, so wrong. This family needs prayer so bad. If a son and father are having words to that magnitude, because it was Mm -hmm. pretty bad. It really was. So if they are having words on that level, then they need prayer they they need Jesus to step into that situation in a supernatural way. So, but as Christians, what bothered me is there are so many Christians that automatically said he needs to. We need to not play his music anymore. We need to punish him. Punish punish him for his bad behavior. As a Christian, why wasn't your first reaction? Let's pray for them. Yeah. Let's pray. We don't know what's going on. Every family has struggles. Right. Theirs just happens to be out in the public eye. Let's just pray for them. But our first reaction is to judge. Right. It's further example uh, of the fact that we all need a lot more Jesus in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, by us bringing this attention, we're not criticizing those that criticize because then we'd be hypocrites. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's an observation that our and I hate to use this phrase, but it's kind of true. Our evil nature is that we go that direction instead of praying and saying, you know what, God, I see that there's some healing in that family that needs to be done. Let me let me pray first before I do anything else. Mm. And it's because it's our human nature. Our human this nature is, is it, it stinks. It really does sometimes. It does. And look, I know. My, listen, um, I am not. I, I work on a regular basis and pray on a regular basis of, uh, about my driving. I am an aggressive driver, mm-hmm. and I get really perturbed when people don't get out of my way. You're driving in the left <laughs> lane. You're not supposed to be driving. Bark, 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 bark. And it's like, dude, I'll tell myself, it's like, you, you need to shut up. You're behaving badly. Yeah. But it takes work to do that. That's not our first instinct. It's not our first instinct to go, uh-oh, 
I should pray about this first, at least for I most know. of us. I know there's I, some of you out there that are like, that is your first instinct. I love you, but it's not mine. It's, it's really not mine either. I am working on it, and the Lord is helping me through this. Mm-hmm. But I really do sit and think about it sometimes. And I, I've had a conviction about this because sometimes I sit and wonder, Jess, are you using your words to build up or tear down? Right. Seriously. Yeah. Like we should all want to go to the cross together. And <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. And I've it's had, so frustrating. I and here's here's the flip side of the coin. Maybe it's the same side of the coin. I've had experiences where I've shared with a pastoral friend of mine my struggles. It's like, look, dude, there's some things in my life that are persistent temptations that I'm struggling with. Uh, there are uh, issues of my anger and and that kind of. I've been very honest, and the reaction, I'm not kidding, was, "Are you sure you're saved?" Ooh, I'm like, see? hang on a second, uh, and and then ouch. and then the discussion of, well, you know, if your faith, if your prayer life were more, if your faith were stronger, then these struggle struggles would be easier for you. Yes, I know that. Thank you. But that's not helping me when I'm... It's like you have somebody that comes to the hospital with a gunshot wound. Mm -hmm. And you say to them, you know, if you weren't standing in front of the bullet, you wouldn't be bleeding right now. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate that. But that's that's not helping the wound right now. Help me heal, right? Help me to heal the hurt that I'm feeling right now. Then... Help me be stronger so that I don't do the bad behavior as much or as next. Right. But treat me while I'm bleeding first, okay? Right. Yes. Like, as a Christian, I should be able to love Jesus and still not be okay some days. I should yeah. still be able to come before God and say, God, I am broken I need your help. Mm-hmm. I am struggling today. I don't know what to do. This is part of what it is like to be a Christian and recognize your need for Christ. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And I, I, it just unnerves me that if not, and I'm not saying all Christians are like this. No, I'm no, saying no. Everybody no. is like this, but I, I do see a big community of believers that have this mentality, have this attitude. Mm-hmm. If you have Jesus, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't feel pain. If you have Jesus, you should never ever be depressed. Mm. If you have Jesus, you will never have anxiety. Mm. <laughs> Isn't it written somewhere in this really cool book that Jesus was tempted in all ways? Mm-hmm. That means everything that you and I face as a temptation, a pain, a struggle, Jesus completely understands because as a man, he experienced it. Mm-hmm. That's how he identifies and how we know we can identify with him. Uh, same line, a family member, I'm not going to say who, uh literally was preached at not too long ago that uh, we're, as as a Christian community uh, and as a ministry in general, we are all preaching too much grace and <laughs> just the words sound weird, too much grace and and too much forgiveness. And we need to really start focusing on the sin and the consequences of those sins. And we you got to walk and toe the straight line or otherwise... And I'm listening to this, and I'm going, okay, yes, uh, 
God wants us to improve. God loves all of us exactly where we are. Broken, scratches, dents, all of it. God loves us in, in a way that is unfathomable. I, I, I just don't understand it. Yes, but he loves you too much to leave you there. Bingo. <laughs> Get, <laughs> God loves you, all the hurts, but God wants to heal you. Mm-hmm. As the ultimate parent, you know that when your child does something wrong, you love them, but you want to help them not do that thing wrong again. You yes. want to guide them. Sometimes you need to discipline them, mm-hmm. but that means you do it out of love. There, There is two sides to the whole God love thing. God loves you unconditionally, but he wants you to grow. He wants you to improve. He wants you to be better. He wants you to follow the path that he's designed for you, right? Exactly. Which is not easy. It's not easy. But that doesn't mean that there's too much grace, that there's too much, you, you know, you're, you're just being a little too much of that whole lovey-dovey thing. Well, see, really? if the Bible tells me that God's grace is unending, then what right does man have to tell me that it isn't? Because we want to put everything in a box. <laughs> you know. We got to, we got to, it, it helps us to understand God when we try and put him on our terms. See, we've got limits. Yeah. We have limits on our on our knowledge. We have limits on our understanding. We have limits on our patience. Well, some people do, not me. But <laughs> God, <Yeah>, okay, <laughs> God does not, and we can't fathom that. It's like, how can you not just say, you know what, I'm done with you? Because we do. Well, this is this is another thing. I I really feel like when we go through those struggles, when we go through the mess. When we go through um, the valleys and we make it through and we're able to be transparent about our struggles and we're able to share our testimonies, I really do. It it sounds it is a cliche, I guess, and it does sound a little cheesy, but your testimony really could be the key that sets someone else free because hearing your testimony could be what somebody else needs. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? You I've experienced nev- that, yeah. That's you true. never know what hearing your testimony could do to the young Christian or mm-hmm. the baby Christian or somebody who has been a Christian all their life maybe and who has stumbled. When you are transparent about your sins and your struggles and you're just like, you know what? I am broken. I have stumbled. I have this going on. I have that going on. But God saved me. God delivered me from this. And you are transparent about that and you share your testimony. You have no idea of the people you could affect by sharing your testimony, the person you've Mm -hmm. inspired, the person who may be struggling with the same thing you're struggling with, the person who just needed to hear that one word from you that says, you know what? It's okay. Some of the greatest things about perseverance have come from other people saying, look, man, I've fallen. I fell flat on my face. I'm bruised. I'm broken. I have failed. But with God, I got back up, dusted myself off, and I'm going to keep going. Those are the things that those personal stories from other Christians who have dealt with stuff give me strength to keep going. Because just mm-hmm. like everybody else, there are times when I talk to myself and go, man, you've you've completely blown it. So this is the thing. Most Christians are going through things way deeper than what they present. I can attest to this from my own walk. 
And it's okay. God is dealing with us in different ways. And we don't need to go to social media or anywhere else airing out our dirty laundry. That's not what we're saying, that you have to just go and just blaring out everything that's going on in your life. No, that's not necessary. Everything is not meant for everyone. However... When those imperfections surface, the goal should be to lean in and understand and not to judge or ridicule. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at briansandersauthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the positive alternative radio family of stations.